This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Go to jfbelievers.com for more information. In John chapter 17, we've been reading about Jesus and his discussions both with the apostles as well as his prayer to the Father. All of this was occurring just hours before he would be arrested and would go to trial and would be executed for being the Messiah of humanity. He says in verse 11 of chapter 17, I am no more in the world, but these, speaking of his apostles, are in the world. And I'm coming to you. Holy Father, keep them through your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are. While I was with them, verse 12, in the world, I kept them in your name. I have kept those whom you have given me. None of them is lost except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. Now Jesus is clearly understanding all of this by my name and by your name stuff, because he says that he is asking his father, he is asking our father to protect those that are his, that are Jesus's. Now, obviously, if such a request is actually being made by the Son of God, we are indeed surrounded daily by danger. So thus, we need to take it seriously. Man, I've seen a lot of folks fall over the past years. I mean, there were drugs and marriage crisis and sexual sin and false cultic doctrines, cancerous pride, judgment, Uh, spirits, material desires, laziness, etc., and the list goes on and on. All of it coming out of those who often had claimed for a very long time that they were born again according to the standard of God's word, but it wasn't so. The danger that surrounded them daily, it picked them off because they firstly failed to see the danger. They failed to see the danger to themselves. Matthew 10, verse 16, Jesus sending the apostles out said, Behold, I send you out as sheep amongst wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. You see, Jesus, he understood all this, but Judas, now Judas did not. And thus we all know that Judas would go down in flames. So Jesus asks that we be protected by the name of, of Jehovah God. And the name of Jehovah God speaks of his attributes and his character and his nature. So not by our own righteousness, because that would never be sufficient, but by his. Not by our own holiness, because that's never going to do the job, but by his. But how does that work now? I mean, is this a secret magic decoder ring that we only need to wear to tap into his superpowers? Is this a, you know, a bulletproof jacket or something that we put on? Or is it a request for, and in fact, an implicit one of that, that we be protected from danger actually while we're on the field in active engagement with the world, actively involved and engaged with the culture around us as Christians in a lost world? You see, Jesus not only saves us at the cross gang, or through the day of our personal rebirth, he saves us every day and every moment. 
And we live because he lives inside of us, guiding and protecting and leading us. Please note that part of his prayer of protection was that God would assure their unity. And I think that's important. Verse 11 says that they may be even as we are. So this is obviously something we must carefully note here because it's obviously important if Christ singled that issue out. Unity is important, gang. That's why we advocate that kind of fellowship and community to the level that we do, at least here in this church. This modern lack of unity among Christians, well, frankly, it's appalling and it's embarrassing. We're supposed to be different, Christian. And truth be told, I've come to a point today, and this is a hard admonition, but that I so often would rather trust the world to be loyal and honest to each other than those in the, in the faith, because it seems that those in the world, they know that each other is all they have. And I, I think that we as Christians need to be reminded of the importance of our brothers and sisters and what that means. We can be so cruel to each other, can't we? Believing inexplicably that, you know, we got God on our side. I have so many spiritual knife wounds in my back that were put there by the hands of those who once called me their brother and or their pastor. Look, Jesus calls for and seeks for our unity, our love and our unity. And it is in those things the Bible tells us that the world will know we are truly Christians. And by doing these things, we readily gather that Christ expects it. Now, Jesus here says he lost no one. Yes, yes, there is Judas. But you know what? He didn't lose Judas because he never had Judas. Verse 13, but now I come to you and I say these things in the world that they may have my joy made full in themselves. Now, didn't Judas walk with Jesus for three years? Didn't he witness and even participate in the miraculous? I mean, right there beside Jesus? We know he witnessed firsthand the power of Christ. He, he saw the water turn to wine and the resurrection of Lazarus from the dead and the feeding of the 5,000. He traveled with Jesus. He broke bread with him. He was there beside Jesus and the brethren the whole way. And yet, even in all of this, he truly was never one of them. And that is the manifest of the truth of a, of a person. Because the same apparently happens today. And sadly, it happens a lot. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.